Welcome to the Big O Show. Hey, feeling good, like I should. Winning the walk around the neighborhood. Feeling blessed, never stressed. Got that sunshine on my Sunday bed. Hello and welcome to the Big O Show podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Anka. This is your Wednesday morning sports recap or sports update. Uh, This is the new format. If you missed Monday's show, uh, just a quick reminder, Monday will be your uh, dose of motivation and inspiration, and Wednesday is going to be your sports recap or sports update. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into things. Starting with the NFL, unless you lived under a rock, I'm sure you got told, you saw ESPN's update or notifications on your phone, or someone just talked to you on the street. Um, either way it goes, I'm sure you heard that uh, Patrick Mahomes is now going to be the uh, richest quarterback in NFL history. Uh, if you're not familiar, he is the star quarterback of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, who recently just won a Super Bowl. He's also been on some of those uh, State Farm commercials with uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, But anyways, he signed a mega deal. And when I say mega, this is an unheard of deal. Monday, he signed a 10-year, up to $503 million contract with incentives. Now, what does that mean? Obviously, 10 years is an unheard of time. It usually doesn't pan out for uh, most athletes or for most teams for that matter because most athletes peak, an injury happens, or something you know goes awry. Uh, either way it goes, most teams like to do um, those 3-in-1s or 4-in-1 deals at the most, 4-in-1 uh, being a four-year uh, contract with a fifth-year team option similar to that of a uh, first-round draft pick in the NFL. It usually works in the team's best interest and usually can get the most bang for your buck for your all-star, pro bowl, um, you know, best player. Uh, but in this in this uh, scenario, obviously the Chiefs are betting the house, the city, the town, the state, and everything else they own on Patrick Mahomes being the future uh, GOAT, you know, in, in the quarterback realm. Uh, just for some... Uh, history here in case you guys didn't know uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, father Patrick Mahomes senior ended up playing uh, Major League Baseball uh, for 11 years so he had a good career um, but his career salary his total earnings was two million six hundred and fifty five thousand dollars so to give you some perspective there Patrick Mahomes is just signed not about to he just signed a five hundred and three million dollar contract so talk about uh, the difference that a few decades can make. I'm sure his dad is really happy, but I'm sure he's also probably jealous as well. Um, so this signing uh, is very, very big. Um, I'm going to break it down in a few little bullet points here for you guys. Uh, so this was the first half billion dollar uh, sports contract that has ever been signed by any player in any sport. It's the first time any NFL player was the highest paid pro athlete across the board. Um, he has $103.57 million that is guaranteed to him by March 2021. He has a no-trade clause, and he has 477 of his $503 million in guarantees. So uh, either way it goes, there's a lot more money than I'm ever going to see in my life. Um, to give you guys a little perspective here, 
I pulled up um, some of the other highest contracts in the, uh, not in the NFL, but across uh, all sports. So like I said, we'll start at the top and work our way down. Uh, Patrick Mahomes obviously signing the 10-year up to $503 million contract is the highest in uh, pro sports overall. Second up is Mike Trout, who plays in uh, Major League Baseball. He signed a $426.5 million contract. Then we uh, jump over to boxing. We have Canelo Alvarez, who signed a $365 million contract. And uh, Bryce Harper, who signed a $330 million contract. Uh, He's in the MLB as well. So there are the top four uh, contracts in pro sports. Obviously, you got uh, two Uh, in the MLB, one boxer, and now one football player. So what is the reason for this uh, big contract or mind-boggling stat? Obviously, Kansas City loves some uh, Pat Mahomes, and, uh, you know, who wouldn't? But uh, a lot of people are assuming that the salary cap will inflate with the uh, new TV deal and uh, new marketing, uh, collective bargaining agreement that's about to go into effect, uh, I believe, in 2021. Um, So that's going to inflate the salary cap. Now, Patrick Mahomes' salary, if you just do the base math, is around $40 million per year over the next 10 years. Um, But those numbers can even inflate even more based on how the salary cap increases. So um, big, big day. If you're Patrick Mahomes, you're related to Patrick Mahomes, you're probably celebrating and having a good time. But it's uh, mind-boggling stats there for you guys and uh, huge news in the world of the NFL. Um, Also, just to recap, in case you missed uh, the news last week about Cam Newton signing with the New England Patriots, there was a four-quarterback switch involving four teams, and all four quarterbacks ended up switching teams within these four. Um, You had Jameis Winston, who played with the Bucs last year. He ends up signing with the Saints. You had the Saints backup quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, who ended up signing with the Panthers. You had uh, Cam Newton, who was the Panthers quarterback, ended up signing with the Patriots. And you have Brady, who used to be the Patriots quarterback, ended up signing with the Bucks. So all four quarterbacks on a previous team are now on a new team, and uh, it's funny how that all worked out. Uh, other news uh, with the NFL, the NFL PA uh, voted to eliminate the preseason games. Now, that has not been Um, decided officially they have in case you missed it the NFL did come out and uh, cancel the first and fourth uh, preseason games so this uh, eliminates the games down from four to two Um, and the reason for doing this a lot of people speculate they haven't come out directly and said Um, but now with the uh, basically you just playing week two and three of the preseason if a star player or multiple players or a team is struck with a COVID outbreak and they have to quarantine for two weeks, um, this would allow that uh, week three of the preseason would give them two weeks before the start of the regular season. Um, so they, they you know, plan it as a, uh, as a benefit to the players and a thank you to the players, but we really know what it is and it's just a way to save their butt and a way to save uh, and salvage uh, the NFL season. So that's it for your NFL update, switching over or jumping over to uh, the NBA. Uh, A couple players have opted out uh, since we last talked on the podcast. Uh, Most of them were on teams that were already uh, tanking or borderline not going to make the playoffs anyway. Um, There's been some some, uh, conspiracy theories or theorists 
that think uh, the NBA owners or coaches are pressuring these um, on-the-fence teams uh, to encourage their players to sit out uh, so they won't win, so they can get out, and so they can get better draft status uh, because they deem the season as a loss or um, you know don't care to compete anyways. Uh, but anyways, uh, players that are coming that were confirmed, uh, one player uh, in particular, uh, Dwight Howard, uh, that plays center for the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, on numerous occasions said he wasn't sure if he was going to come back, but he ends up uh, deciding that he was going to come back or that he is going to come back and play in the NBA startup. Um, but the cool thing here, he's going to donate his salary to uh, racial inequality. Now, what does that mean exactly? I'm not sure, but it's cool that... Um, you know he's not coming back for the monetary need or um, saying that he is he's gonna donate all that money also in the NBA they're gonna allow uh, for teams to scrimmage starting uh, July 22nd and they can do that for uh, six days uh, before the start of the seeding games that are gonna take place on July 30th which is when the season will resume uh, also remember uh, real quick that the uh, NBA is gonna have those eight seeding games the eight remaining games uh, for the regular season, this is to get teams reacclimated, but also give those teams that are in that 9th, 10th, 11th, even 12th in the West um, a chance to actually make a playoff push. And if the 9th and the 8th uh, seed are within four and a half games, they'll have that one game playoff uh, for the 8th and final playoff spot. So that's your NBA update. Jumping over to the uh, MLB. Um, the Yankees and Nationals are going to kick off the season on July 23rd uh, with all other games and teams uh, scheduled to open up their season on July 24th. Uh, now remember this is a reduced season. This is only a 60 game regular season for the MLB. Um, they're trying to have some form of a regular season so they can just go ahead and get to the playoffs because that's where all the big TV money is and that's a big reason why these uh, fall sports and spring slash summer sports are coming back at all. Obviously, you know, they want to keep their popularity amongst their fans, but also most of these contracts with pro sports and TVs are heavy for postseason and playoffs. Um, so make no mistake about it, it is uh, twofold. Uh, it's not just for uh, the fans themselves. And uh, odds makers in Vegas have uh, the two favorites. Uh, in the MLB to be the Yankees and Rays and teams that are trending down that were high on the original uh, Vegas odds were the Dodgers and Mets. Now MLB also canceled the All-Star game which obviously with 60 games there's no really point to uh, break in the season uh, like they do normally. Obviously it makes sense in the MLB if you have 162 games to have a midway midweek um, or sorry midseason break uh, for teams to regroup and kind of re reestablish themselves, but no uh, MLB All Star Game, you know, and I'm fine with that. So far, the MLBs had 1.2 uh, percent of their players test positive for COVID, and they're hoping to get that uh, percent down under 1 percent before the start of the season. There's no real new update for the NCAA. Um, everything is proceed as normal. They've been really quiet about how their season's going to go. 
Uh, a lot of people are speculating that there still won't be fans, or if there are fans, there will be very limited fans. They'll have to sign releases, and uh, they'll have to wear masks. So you can imagine how uncomfortable that will be uh, in places like uh, down in Gainesville in Florida where it's already 90, you know, almost 100 degrees, trying to wear a mask on top of that. It's not going to be pleasant. So uh, fingers crossed that things change. Fingers crossed that we're able to have a season and uh, play football here in the fall and all fall sports, really. Uh, but right now, it does not look uh, optimistic for uh, fans in the stands. Uh, in other news, um, most people don't consider it a sport, but it's a tradition that I uh, partaked in on the local level uh, back in 2012 uh, here in Pensacola. But uh, it's been a July 4th tradition for myself to watch this ever since I was, um, you know, a little kid. And I remember watching it on ESPN. On July 4th, uh, we had the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest. Um, some people find it disgusting. I find it kind of interesting myself. And like I said, it's been kind of a, a new tradition for me to watch. Usually they do it at Coney Island with thousands of uh, spectators and fans. Obviously this year they couldn't do it. Um, I believe they still did it in the uh, surrounding area, but they just did it inside an enclosed environment with no fans. This obviously um, changed the ambiance and the, the surroundings that you could see. But uh, anyways, nonetheless, uh, Joey Chestnut, if you've watched it before, you've heard his name. He's the GOAT in uh, this uh, MLE, Major League Eating Association. Uh, he ended up eating 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes which is crazy. It equals about 21,750 calories. This was his uh, 13th championship overall. And uh, his girlfriend won the uh, women's division, uh, Mickey Sudo. It was, this was her uh, seventh straight championship, and she ate 48 and a half hot dogs. Uh, perspective here for you for how good Joey Chestnut is in the uh, hot dog eating contest. Second place uh, only ended up eating 42 hot dogs which meant he lost to Joey Chestnut by 33 hot dogs, which is the biggest uh, win, uh, biggest difference uh, since the women's and men's uh, competition split back in 2011. Jumping over to the uh, UFC, you have a huge fight this weekend. It's actually uh, called Fight Island. This is something that uh, the president and CEO of the UFC, Dana White, uh, has been talking about doing since uh, COVID hit. You know, he talked about buying an island or buying something that would allow him to continue to have fights in a uh, neutral and controlled environment. His biggest issue uh, with this whole COVID thing is um, obviously he can have fights. They've had fights in Jacksonville and in uh, Las Vegas, but with uh, travel restrictions, you know, a lot of uh, countries aren't letting people fly into the U.S or let people fly out of the US to certain countries. So um, he was trying to find some middle ground, some loophole to get a lot of his fighters um, to this uh, said fight island. And he finally did this and it's actually happening in uh, Dubai. And if you wanna see, there's actually some really cool pictures out there. He didn't end up buying an island like he said he was, but they do have a legit octagon on the beach, which I think is really, really cool. It's gonna add some cool optics. Obviously the fight's still going on at night so that you won't be able to see a lot of the cool surroundings, but the water's literally right behind the octagon. I think it could add a uh, cool new feature, cool uh, element that a lot of people don't have to worry about, which is just weather. You know, if, if it rains, are they gonna cancel it? Obviously, if they thunder, they'll probably have to move it or postpone it. 
Um, but I don't know. I've never been to Dubai. Is it really humid there? Are people going to be slipping a lot more? Um, but I'm sure they've thought about all those things, but just things that I think about. Um, it is a big fight. There are three title fights. Uh, it's headlined by uh, Usman, who is the UFC welterweight champion, fighting uh, Jorge Mazladov, who is the uh, BMF champion, which if you don't know what BMF stands for, um, it stands for Baddest MFer. It's kind of, uh, it is a made-up belt. Uh, it's like a people's belt, but uh, they incorporated uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who's a huge uh, UFC fan, uh, to deliver this belt, and they're kind of playing it up like it is a belt um, that's worth winning. So uh, that's those, uh, those two belts are going to be on the line um, this Saturday when Fight Island takes place, uh, which is July 11th, like I said, in Dubai. So that's it for your midweek sports update on July 8th. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the Big O Show podcast. Make sure to tune in every Monday for your Monday motivation, inspiration podcast, and Wednesday for your midweek sports update. Uh, thank you guys again for tuning in. Like I said, go out there today and make today the best day of your life.